Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. It's cold. Yeah. Well, I turned the heat off because it had been so uh, so nice the last like week plus. Uh, and then it snowed yesterday and I wasn't home to turn it back on. So that's why I just turned it on when I got home today. Yeah. Snow in May. That's that's great. Yeah. This year can fuck itself. Um, <laughs> Everything. Yeah. On a more positive note, though, happy belated Mother's Day to all mm-hmm. the mothers out there. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're recording this on Mother's Day, um, and you're listening to this after Mother's Day. So hopefully, if you're a mom, you had a wonderful uh, Mother's Day. And if you're listening to this and you're a child uh, who has a mom and you didn't say happy Mother's Day or get her cards or flowers or breakfast in bed or some kind of you know nice gesture, go do it. But this... Hit pause, go do that, yeah. and then come back and return to the episode. But you should thank Appreciate your mom for your all mother. exactly for she, all the things she's done. She gave birth to you. Yeah, to all the great moms out there, mm-hmm. and most of you are good to great moms. I would assume my mom's great. My mom's great too. There you go. Um, so happy Mother's Day to all of the moms. Does your mom play video games? No. Um, she plays like Boggle on her phone. She plays phone games. Yeah, I mean, my mom is like plays words with friends like crazy. Like her and I used to go back and forth. She once played uh, the word "chode." Really? And uh, knowing full well what it meant, no, or just like no, no. So she played "chode," and I was like, "Dear Lord, Mom, do you know what that means?" Like I sent her to her, and they're like in the game. Yeah. And she was like, "No." And as fast as I could, I typed in, "Please don't Google it." Yeah. And then she just sent back, "Too late." Yeah, no. <laughs> she was like i thought it was the past tense of chide and i was like no i think that's chided yeah oh <laughs> poor john's mom she had to see that she's such a good christian woman and yeah she, she is and now that's in her search history on her phone yeah yeah it sure is it's in her brain too it's just there forever now well, it's expanding her knowledge of uh you know slang and body anatomy i'm surprised words with friends let the, i mean i guess it is that a medical term? Like, I'm surprised Words with Friends would even allow that, because I thought they had, like, content filters. Words with Friends, you can play, like, anything, I think, except for, like, hard profanity. Oh, okay. Like, I used to play, like, you know, I would try and be as gross as I can, because I'm yeah. playing, like, with my mom, so I'd play, like, tits and stuff like that, and just, like, oh. just, like Jonathan, I'd be like, <laughs> penis. Yeah. Um. But you can play, like, a damn, and, like, there are swears that you can play. Huh. Scrabble's the other way. Like, yeah, Scrabble, no, Scrabble's you can't hardcore. play, like, anything that's, you know, not slang. Yeah. Uh, like, za is a word in Words with Friends, like, slang for pizza. It's like, I've never known anybody calls pizza za. Oh, I've known people. I've yelled at them for doing so, but yeah. I've known them. Uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's a slang thing for people who are terrible. Yeah. Like, you want to order some za? Like, no. Don't ever say that to me. I don't me. want za. No. I would like pizza. Yeah. I love pizza too much to hear it belittled to such an <laughs> insane degree. How dare you? Don't don't denote it down to one syllable, please. Yeah. Um, you give it the respect it deserves. How dare you? Uh, but yeah, my mom plays, like, phone games. She plays, I think, Boggle on her phone. Uh, but she also plays with, like, the sound on. So, like, you hear her, like, sliding tiles around and, like, oh, spelling geez. out words. And I'm like, oh, could you not? Yeah. Like, and in public, too. Like, we'll be out. And I'm just like, could you could you not do, like, I, I can't stand people, like, listen to music or have the volume on. Like, Yeah. My volume's off unless I'm in my room alone. Like, yeah. I don't even have it, like, on at work or anything. And most of the times for, like, a game, I won't even want to play it without, like, headphones anyway. Because mm-hmm. um, if I want to hear the sounds, I want to make sure no one else can. So... Like, she'll do that. Yeah. Um, but doesn't play, like, any. She never, like, even growing up, she was never. Like, my dad, for a little while, would play video games with me, but not my mom. Yeah. 
that was she would sit like behind me and watch Animaniacs and be like, "This is actually funnier than he thinks it is already," because like she would understand more of the right, references and right. stuff. But that was the extent of it. Um, so yeah, no, no video games. She's not. She's not the uh, was it the, like the grandmother who plays WoW or oh, yeah. Call of Duty or whatever that you always see popping up online. So no, my mom plays lots of word games. Like her and I get along. Like we used to. I think I told you. Like we had that Wheel of Fortune handheld. Like the Tiger mm-hmm. Wheel of Fortune thing, mm-hmm. and we used to play that because that was fun. It was just like you know, you pass it and yeah. then you guess a letter and pass it back. Yeah. Um. So like we played that, and she plays like the word scramble game where it's just like a bunch of letters and you have to fast match as many words as you can. Boggle. No, like it's just like a bunch of letters. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and you have gotcha. to like click and drag yeah. your finger to like oh, connect the words. Yeah. And I think it's called word scramble. Um, yeah, or, and that's that what one. it used to be called. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a million iterations of it now. But her and I used to play that back and forth to guess as many like words mm-hmm. as we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I have. Seen, I know that one you're talking about. Um, yeah, like I would play board games growing up. I mean, like my mom, my mm-hmm. sister, we'd all play board games. Yeah, but that's that's the extent of my mom's gaming yeah. knowledge. Uh, and then she'll ask me what games I want for birthdays and Christmases and whatnot. And I think that's that's as much as permeates her brain in terms of video game ish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but enough about what our moms play for video games. John, what did you play this week? <laughs> so I've been trying to go back and play other things. So uh, or like finish up on the games mm-hmm. I was I already own. So I got uh, maxed out like my level and my um, battle pass in Call of Duty. So like nice. I have very in- little inclination to go back and play it right now. Um, I have one more challenge left, uh, but they took the thing I need to get that challenge out of the game right now, which is bullshit yeah that's weird that they take things away because what did they i, I mean describe what you need so and what they took away. i only have there's a challenge to get 50 kills with a tank and i have 46 of those right now and the only places that you can have a tank is in ground war which is like a big open map thing yeah. and right now they have boots on the ground which is like their uh ground war without vehicles so, so they took out to wait. tanks yeah i think helicopters are still in it i haven't even gone in and played it uh, groundwork so just like there's no point yeah like and, and it just turns into snipe city like everyone's just getting sniped and like you can't really walk around without getting headshotted from the distance so i was just like no i'm good i'll wait until this is like i i logged in this morning just to see if it was changed again because they change these things often usually it's like every week or every <laughs> couple of weeks you get an update like that yeah um but that's the only challenge i have left like, for the rank progression for the season. And then, like, Joe and I were playing online yesterday because it's just, like, how we hang out now. Yeah. Um, and there's still 23 days left of the season. I was like, geez, I've maxed out everything and I still have, like, almost a month left. Well, that'll be that'll give you plenty of time to go in and get those last four kills yeah. in the tank. So. Um, but in the interim, I've been playing Pokemon Shield again. And I played, like, 16 hours over the last week. Wow. Which is, because I think I started up, I was at 43, and I'm at, like, 68 or 69 or whatever the math is on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just, like, trying to fill up my Pokedex, um, and I think I have, like, 293 out of, the like, 400. Um, and I, I got to, there's eight gyms, and then there's, like, a whole tournament afterwards, and I think Joe talked weeks ago about how there's, like, even more after that. So, like, mm-hmm. there's still more story left, because I just got... I just beat the eighth gym and I like found my way to the next tournament area, but it also opened up like a bunch of more space that I can now go and find the stuff that was higher level for uh, 
like the Pokemon like higher um, evolutions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've just been like roaming around, leveling up the ones I need, and then like my Pokeboxes are set up by number, so it goes one through what I think four something, whatever how many there are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've just been trying to fill in the blanks of the ones that I had, and I've gotten the first three or almost four boxes full like completely mm-hmm. um there's one i don't have filled in because it's a sword exclusive so i was trying to get joe to trade me one of them but um i mean th- that'll happen eventually it's yeah. just something i can't physically get in this game but then there's like a bunch of stupid um ways of evolving certain pokemon like some of them you have to be friendly towards which means you just gotta like camp. Ugh, you have to treat it like a living thing ew well, it's like, not what Pokemon's about. It's about putting them through their the rigors of intense battles. Yeah, go through battle. Yeah, die for me. Fight for me. Um, well, I and that's what you have you. to do. Is you have to have them let. Yeah, they have to fight for you, but they can't get knocked out. Um, and then you have to camp and do the little like curry mini game, which is fine, and it like um, it fills up their health. So what I would do is just like go into battle, win that battle against some like random low level wild Pokemon, uh-huh. and then camp play with it for like 10 seconds and then go back into battle and just repeat that over and over again and then there's like a somebody who's like a, a kid who's a friend checker like he shows like how much he likes that pokemon likes you yeah um and like once it got to the point where i know it evolve i would just like cram it full of like evolution candy just like <laughs> level up faster <laughs> I like you, but I need to like a different version of you. Yeah, so give and me then that. I'm going to put you in a box for the rest of your life, and yeah. you're just going to be a spot to fill. So thank you. Wow. Um, so I was just doing that. Um, some of them have like other ridiculous ways of evolving. One of the Pokemon, you have to um, give it a certain item and then spin in a circle a certain amount of times. And the amount of times you spin, the direction you spin, the time of day, and where you are changes how it evolves. That's ridiculous. That's too. That's too much. I mean, honestly, it's it's the same number. It's yeah. just a different physical look of it. Yeah. It has the same attacks. It has the same everything um, that it would normally. It doesn't change. It's just the physical look of it looks a little different. How did you figure this out? Did you look it up, or is there like is there something in the game that tells you you have to spin counterclockwise eight times at high noon in the field to no. get this to evolve? I mean, I. I knew about it just because it was like one of those things like when Pokemon first came out, they're like, yeah. the ridiculous ways to evolve Pokemon. And it's just, it's a milk looking Pokemon and yeah. it turns into a milkshake afterwards, but it turns into a strawberry milkshake gotcha. or a mint milkshake or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, is there an in-game explanation for either why that's no. required or how you would even know to do that other than pure happenstance or the internet? I'm sure there's like an NPC that tells you like, you know... Uh, like Milkry likes to be like spun or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but it only affects the form of it. It doesn't. Yeah, so yeah. like I got the whatever one, like a spin around like four times. I was yeah. like, all right, that's good enough. Like you're, I think I got the strawberry one or something. And again, it's just filling a slot in my, yeah. my PC. So I don't really care. Yeah, that they're not creatures. Much. They're slots. Yeah. <laughs> they're data points. <laughs> they're not you really. are a spot filler. Yeah. You mean nothing to me, Milk. Milk crate. Milk crate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or mil- milicray or whatever, you, however you pronounce that. Get out of here. Not um, real. But I also got to like the point where like my character looks like a goon just because like the f- first clothing. Just torturing Pokemon? Well, like the first clothing you can get is just like the most generic stuff. So like I found like the, the coolest t-shirt I could have kind of looks like a band tee. And I was like, yeah, I'll be that guy. But like the next area is all 
ice stuff. So I'm like a dude in like a band tee, like walking around a blizzard. So I was like, all right, I gotta gotta get some cooler looking stuff. And now the the, the tournament open up, opens up, the next like job place that you can get clothing looks super cool. So like nice. I got like a you know, like a leather jacket and stuff. And I'm like a badass Pokemon trainer now. There you go. As opposed to just like Joe Schmo kid who's filling in his PC with prisoned Pokemon. <laughs> That's what you're doing, man. Um, but the, I'm just going to try and... I don't think I'll probably beat it by the week, mm. but it's just a nice thing to put on. Um, I've also been just like listening to like an audio book and just like listening to that and then like training Pokemon or you know trying to level them up and, mm-hmm. and stuff. But that's all I've been playing this week. Um, it's, I mean, I'll, once I get caught up in that, I'll move on to whatever's next. And as of right now, I don't know what I'm feeling. So, gotcha. What about you? Uh, well, I forgot about it until Monday, but last Monday was uh, Star Wars Day, May mm-hmm. the 4th. Yeah. Normally, I'm more excited for it because there's something to look forward to, uh, but there's nothing really coming out. No. Star Wars related. I'm not caught up on this season of The Clone Wars, so like, oh, yeah, the finale was episodes, Monday. Yeah. So I'm not caught up yet, so I didn't have like that to look forward to, to be like, oh yeah, finally finale Monday. Um, but obviously all the games were on sale uh, over the weekend, so on Monday I purchased uh, Jedi Knight 2, the Jedi, I think Jedi, Jedi Al- Academy or whatever. Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. Like I bought both of the recent uh, re-releases mm-hmm. on Switch just as like a, you know, something to play. Because uh, I never played those before. I had Dark Forces on like PC back in the yeah, day. Yeah. I think it's honestly in this drawer with X-Wing and TIE Fighter <laughs> on CD-ROM. Uh, that can be played in none of the computers that I have that work. So uh, just because like, none of them have disk drives anymore. Right. Um, but uh, there's the first time I'd ever played those games. So uh, I, I booted up Jedi Knight 2. And it's it's hard. Like, it's a really hard game, and I don't know if it's just because it's an old game, and I'm not used to how it controls. Because, like, it has modern controls now, uh, and granted, it was a PC game, I believe. Yeah. So, it would have, you know, required, like, mouse and keyboard for more precision and stuff, but, like, I'm using the right joystick. And it's a shooter at the start, because uh, you don't get lightsaber combat until, like, halfway through the game, from mm-hmm. what I understand. But... It's not precise at all. I Maybe I have to go in and try to tweak the... It just seems like I'm just flailing all over the place and my shots are constantly missing or it takes 15 bullets to go into a stormtrooper to kill them. So I find myself either... I mean, I'm still on the first level and I played for like two hours. Jesus. So it's either I I get killed instantly because it's just a swarm of stormtroopers comes through the door and I'm getting shot by like four people at the same time. So I run out of, I either run out of health or I kill all of them and I run out of bullets. And the only way to pick up bullets is by picking up the guns of the people you've beaten. So then once you do that enough times, like, I think when I'm done with the last, like, wave, I have, like, 16 blaster shots, not bullets, because it's lasers. But, uh, so I don't, I don't know if I'm, like, doing it wrong or if I did so poorly in the first level that when I hit save points and checkpoints after that, like, that it put me at a disadvantage. Yeah, like, am I just, is it a useless endeavor to continue because I have 50 health points because I got wrecked in the first area, but I've just been continuing on from that checkpoint? Like, should I go back and start over? It's not that much work to do to start over because, again, it's the first level. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, But it's just it's very difficult. I don't know if I just have to tweak more settings or need to pay more attention to it, but 
it's like frustratingly not fun, but I'm like committed to not letting it beat me down. Jesus, I don't. I would have given up by that point. No, see, I, I can't like let myself do that. I don't know that I'll like play it every day anymore. Uh, not that I played it every day this week anyway, yeah. but I don't like. I just I don't want it to be like. Well, it's too hard. I'm done. I mean, it was only eight bucks or whatever because it was on sale. But I also don't want to play the next one which is, you know, supposedly really good and has, like, the online or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, without playing this one first because it's just not how I want to do it. But so I'm, like, committed to getting through it. the grind. I might just start it over. Because worst case scenario, if I start it over and it's not any better, then at least I have that other save or I have some regression to go back to. Yeah. It doesn't override it. It just creates a new save slot. So that's going to be my, like, attempt for this week to, like, get over that hump. Did you look up online, like any walkthrough or anything for it no and i kind of don't want to at the start like i it's not that i don't know where to go like i know where to go and what to do it's just i'm getting destroyed by the stormtroopers because like you'll open a door and four or five stormtroopers will run in and the the amount of time it takes me to kill one of them means that i'm getting shot by the other three right at the same time because i don't know if i'm just not very accurate with the stick like if the sensitivity is too high so i'm constantly like missing it like missing them like on either side of them or what but i need to like figure that out because the problem is i'm better when i'm using the like secondary fire on the regular blaster which is just like a rapid fire shot but that just depletes my blaster bolts even faster yeah so it's not like modern star wars games where you don't have ammo you just have to wait for it to not overheat like how it like how it is in like battlefront and things right. like that um which would make the game infinitely more fun in my opinion because you know, that's what, I, that's what I'm constantly running into is that in order for me to kill them before they damage me too much, I run out of bullets. Mm. Or if I use the single shot, then they kill me before I get the chance to kill them. And so it doesn't even matter how many bullets I have because whatever. Uh, there's health packs scattered throughout, but I've only been able to find like a handful of them. And then there was one where I found like a secret area, but then the whole area was just black. So it was just like, you found a secret area and there was a ton of health packs in there. So like I got those, but then couldn't get out because I couldn't see anything. So I think I might've like jumped down and then couldn't jump back up and I couldn't find stairs because it's just pitch black. I think you just have to like rub walls until... That's kind of what I did, but I just went around in a circle for a while and was like, all right, well, I feel like I've gone in every direction I could go until I... Because you don't know if you're progressing in the direction because... Because it's all because it's all black, yeah. so you can't see anything. You found uh, a secret area. It's called Purgatory. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the game. <laughs> so I just went, after a while, I was just like, well, fuck this. And I just dropped a grenade on the ground and blew myself up and went back to the checkpoint. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I don't know what else to do here. I'm just kind of stuck. So I don't know. Like, I, I want to like it. I want to get, you know, it's a relic of Star Wars-y times, and I want to continue playing it. But we'll see how this week goes. And if yeah. it's still frustratingly difficult then i might just skip on to the second one that has cool lightsaber combat and, and call it a day because i don't know that a walkthrough is going to tell me how to not get my ass kicked or shoot better it'll just tell me like where to walk which i know what i know where to go it's just how do i not get you know my ass kicked while doing well sometimes it. like video walkthroughs will kind of help that stuff like i know when i was trying there's a challenge in halo um the, uh, the first one, like the Master Chief Collection. Not mm-hmm. the Master Chief Collection, but when it came out on the 360. Yeah. The, whatever the remake was. Combat um, Evolved. Yeah, yeah Combat yeah. Evolved. There's a there's a trophy for, or an achievement for beating one of the levels in a certain time limit. Mm-hmm. And I just like watched speedrunners play the level over and over again. Just yeah. try, like trying to know where things spawn and like no like shortcuts and that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I know where all the enemies are coming from. Like, I figured that part out. I've played, I've played the area enough times at this point to, like, know that, okay, if I open this door, like, I can go through this way and this seems easier and less people. But then a second I get to this next part, they're, like, they're on both sides of the entryway. Yeah. There's no way to get in any other way than have them be on both sides of me. So I'm just getting shot from two different directions again. So, I don't know. We'll see. It, it may just take... You just got to get good. Over, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what it is. I kind of just got to get good. And I mean, that makes sense because older video games are always like that because there wasn't DLC. There wasn't updates and patches and right. new content. So in order to be a worthwhile game, it had to be long and kind of difficult. difficult yeah. So you wouldn't give up or so you wouldn't beat it in six hours and just be done with it because mm-hmm. there was nothing else after that. So like, I get it. It makes sense. It's just oh, it's frustrating. I also don't know if it's because I was playing in handheld on Switch, if that would make a difference. Like, if playing with the Pro Controller would somehow make for a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. But, yeah, that was pretty much all I played. I mean, obviously, a bunch of Warzone. I came in second. Nice. In solos. It was a pain in the ass because the final area was over by, like, the highway. So, it was just an open field. So, I was shooting at one guy and the other guy was shooting at... And, like, the third guy was shooting at me. So I killed the guy to get it to be just us. And then he killed me to then get it down to, like, so he won. Right. You were assisting the other dude shooting the second guy. No, he was shooting me. The other, so there was three of us. I was shooting one guy. The guy I was shooting was shooting the other guy. And the other guy was shooting, yeah, it was basically a, you know, a Mexican standoff, if you will. Uh, And I killed my guy first before he could kill his guy. And then... The guy shooting at me killed me. Right. Because I didn't have enough time to then, like, turn and finish him off. It was just, like... Because I had already been getting shot or whatever. Uh, So that was a pain in the ass. I was kind of pissed about it. I didn't even realize it was just down to three. I was just trying to crawl and survive because there was nowhere to hide. Like, there was no buildings. There was nothing to do. It was just in the middle of a field. And it wasn't even that part where the circle just continuously gets smaller. Like, we were just in the last regular circle before the next one would start to just close us in. Right. So I was, I didn't realize that it was that close to the end yet. So when it happened and it said second, I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, so close. Oh, if I had realized, that would have, oh, man, son yeah. of a bitch. You're getting but, closer, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the best I've ever done. So I don't know that I'll ever win, but I mean, stranger I things mean, have happened, could. I guess. I could have in that instance, but. You said that at Tetris and you got first in Tetris a bunch of times. That's true. That's true. So. I still haven't gotten first in Tetris. Really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't played in a very long yeah. time, but when I was playing steadily, I didn't ever get close. I think second again was the highest I ever got. There you go. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I've been playing this week. So we'll uh, jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round, and we'll start things off with our first real look at what games are coming to the Series X. So on, what was it, Thursday? Thurs- they had Thursday, yeah. uh, Microsoft streamed inside Xbox where they uh, said that they're going to have first gameplay on a bunch of stuff on the Series X. Um, and they started off by saying that there's going to be games that are going to be um, optimized for Series X. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have like a little optimized logo on the, the box art. And also that they're going to be doing uh, a thing called uh, Smart Delivery. Yeah, which we've talked about before with um, Cyberpunk and yeah. some others. But this time it actually has a like a, a name and they explained it a little bit more. For some of them. Some of them got a little bit more confusing, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we, we still don't know games. if this is going to be digital only or not. Um, I, I feel like it would have to be because if you bought, like, what if I GameStop rent a disc 
and then go like, okay, like, are they going to check the barcode? Is it going to have a slip inside the way like season passes or online passes did Maybe back in the day? Because... I mean, my thought is that you have to have the disc to play it regardless. So if you get the Xbox One version, the next, like the Xbox Series X is going to be able to read that disc and know it's an gotcha. Xbox game. That okay. You're just going to, are going to get that. You're not getting the download It's going to be a patch yeah. or something okay. like okay. that. I don't think it's going to be backwards compatible, but I think it'll be like just... It's the the disc is your passcode into yeah. playing the game. Gotcha. Um, but again, they didn't explain that. Um, but they showed off by starting a. Uh, they started off by showing a game called uh, Bright Memory Infinite, which was like this like badass looking Crisis Titanfall first person shooter, where like you're a cybergenic chick and you're parkouring off of stuff and you know sh- shooting people. And then at one point there was like a guy came out of like the sky who had like a gladiator sword and shield and then you were doing like melee combat it looked really intense you know what it, it reminded me of what was that game that had like the blue cover that was all about parkour running and shooting i don't remember what it was mirror's edge no 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 it was it's gonna drive me nuts because uh, i was there brink like, yes brink it yeah. reminded me of that at first because like the running around and the sliding and jumping yeah. and shooting and i was like okay um and i'm glad that you read the name of it because when it put it up there it put basically like all three words like on like different planes but like not in a readable so yeah, I was like, it was like chunked i was up like and i wasn't sure what it was is this bright infinite memory yeah because like bright and infinite were the same size and text and then memory was on on top of infinite yeah yeah so i was like wait is it bright infinite memory is it bright memory infinite like what it yeah it's bright memory infinite okay um and it's apparently made by one person yeah that's what they said in the in the previews like this is made by one guy at this studio yeah, in china so yeah so it's the and the guy even said like it's the power of the series x or uh you know making dreams come true for all kinds of people or whatever it looks cool i it also looks like a tech demo i doubt it'll ever come out um especially since it's made by one person yeah like, I, there's no dev team behind it to fix it if it needs patches and that well there might i mean there might be like that's the thing like it might have been created by one guy and then the rest of there's like a he has a small team for patch fixes and updates mm-hmm. after that but like the ground up work was him and him alone but yeah i don't think that they would i feel like it would be weird for them to showcase a game like this made by one guy that's only being tested by one guy and only being patch fixed by one guy for like a look what you can do on series x i don't know it kind of falls in line with the rest of the stuff that they yeah. promised for this video but we'll get into that later um next was uh dirt five which cool. looks a little bit more arcadey um which is kind of what you would want because well, you said you didn't like dirt three being no it was dirt i was playing dirt rally too oh dirt rally That's which is a was. different like line of the series yeah which i think is more in line with mm-hmm. real rally racing yeah so this one is dirt more arcade the grid version of dirt rally yeah or it's like the forza horizon version where it's a right. little bit more arcadey than like a standard forza game well and they kept talking about like things being more colorful and there, yeah. there's going to be different seasons so like one of the um one of the uh, races was like around an ice rink it was mm-hmm. just like a giant lake that they were racing on which looked cool um but they also showed like cars flipping over and like damn cars ramming each other so like that's not something that you would do in real racing so it's not it's less sim looking um but the big draw out of this was troy baker and nolan north doing voices for the characters in the game yeah i I saw them tweet about it i think after that like trailer came out i was like okay i mean i like both of those guys they seem like they're friends in real life and they've worked together obviously a whole bunch 
I don't care about voiceovers in a racing game, though. I My guess is that this is going to have, like, a Need for Speed story to it. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. I just don't know that I, like... It's not a draw for me. I don't care no. about voices things necessarily, unless they're, like, it's a third-person or... You know, like, unless it's a, a character-based yeah. game. Like, you're like going to be driving most of the time. Yeah, like, when I found out that Nolan North and whatever were in the Avengers game, right. I was like, oh, that's cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I like his voice acting work. I don't care so much for the racing game no. storyline of it. I just want to drive cars and, you know, that's that. Yeah. Um, they also said there's going to be a four-player split screen, which is great okay. because games don't do that anymore. No. Um, the next game they showed off was this really disgusting-looking H.R. Geiger-esque, like... There was a lot of those types of games in this. Gross-out, like... This is the one where it was, like, kind of alien-esque with, like, the blood... Uh, like tentacle thing yeah at one yeah. point like a mouth opens up and another mouth comes at it I, th- I was thinking this was gonna be like a prometheus game of some sort yeah but then it like sloped down so it just straight up was a dick like retracting into itself and then dribbling white stuff it was gross and i was just like okay cool again not gameplay no. um or does it say anything about what the game is? They showed like a pregnant alien that like stomach was glowing. Like none of this made any sense. Yeah. Um, c- c- cool. What was it called? Uh, Scorn. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, next was a game called uh, Chorus Rises One that looked like uh, it was like a space arcade shooter. Yeah. Like a uh, space combat game looked kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, doesn't look like anything that's gonna be very long. Um, they kept showing, like, cutscenes from the, what I'm guessing is, like, mid-stuff, like, cutscene stuff. And, like, the character design looks cool, but obviously... Yeah, they just kept showing that girl's eyes. Yeah. And clearly she's, like... I mean, the voiceover implied that she's the savior of some race. Because mm-hmm. they're like, we, we can do this now because of her. Right. But then there's this ominous voiceover that's like, she's betrayed us. We need to stop her. So I'm assuming that's, like, she probably stole alien tech or something to make her ship faster than everyone else's ship. So she was able to win some war, and now they're out for revenge, and so she has to win the war again. Like, that's the vibe I got from it. Uh, But they just kept showing her eyes. So I don't know if that'll have some impact, because she has little tattoos that look like they could be writing, depending on, you know, the alien race or whatever, wherever this actually takes place. Uh, Like, the ship flying looked cool, so it might be worth... You know, it's that something for that, the space combat fans. Yeah, and it's something that, like, we don't have a lot of anymore. No. Like, we were talking a couple weeks ago just about, like, what next Star Wars game we would want to have. And we were saying, like, Rogue Leader, like, any of the, yeah, like, yeah. any so, of the space combat stuff, like, bring those back. But I think the issue now is that the, those don't have enough content to it's, warrant it's a yeah. longer game or a $60 purchase these days. So, yeah. um, a lot of the stuff that they showed on here looks like indie games anyway, so... Um, this could be a $30 digital-only thing or something like that. Yeah, no, none of this was very well explained. But um, the next game on the list was uh, a full trailer or even longer trailer for Vampire the Masquerade 2 Bloodlines, um, which looks fucking crazy. It didn't look very good, though. Like, it looks it, like crap. Like, yeah. The characters look really, really terrible. Yeah. Uh, they're like blocky characters that like, like almost look looks cheesy bad. yeah it looks ps3-ish or like early ps4 you know xbox one right where everything else in this looks like it could be and should be a next gen thing this was just a weird inclusion for a here's a first look at what you can expect on the, what we're now saying is the even more most powerful system 
even more than the current most powerful system that we already have. This one's going to be even more powerful than that. And look at this game from 2012. Right. I was like, when it started, I was like, ooh, this is this is what you're showing for your Series X? Like, I didn't even know what game it was at first. Neither did I. I was just like, oh, okay. I mean, it was, like, insanely zany because it starts with that dude just, like, dancing around the Christmas tree with all those, like, corpses strung up. And I but, was like, like, even okay, the way he's dancing, like, the, the character animations looked, like, cheesy. I think it's meant to be cheesy. Yeah. I feel like Vampire the Masquerade in general is a cheesy thing, is it not? Like, I don't no. think it's supposed to be serious, Yeah, it's it? it's a it's a tabletop RPG. Like, so, like, it's meant to but be... But is it goofy? No. Oh, okay. I played Bloodlines, like, the first one, and, like, it's, it's supposed to be gritty and dark. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that this is going to be a bad game. In fact, I'm, like, kind of looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. No, this isn't an indictment of the game or the gameplay or anything like that, other than just the visual of it was striking, given what we see bookending it on either side. Right. Everything's supposed to be as, like, realistic-looking as possible. Yeah. And this is going for an art direction that's slightly comedic. Like, it looks like a dark comedy yeah. horror game. Well, like, the way that even, like, the later on in the trailer, the way the woman is dancing in the club and, like, seducing the Yeah, like, the her man. arms are, like, flapping around. Yeah. Like, she's, like, Slenderman or something. <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's the, um, the bad guy in the, like, you know, the office building who's wearing the suit and, like, wipes blood off the window. Like, he's even doing the same dance mm-hmm. um, to Donka Shane. So, like, I don't even, like, I don't, there's clearly some through line because they're all kind of doing it. But I don't know why, and it just was, like, a weird disconnect for the trailer. But then they showed, like, cool open world, like, a dude, like, crawling up a building. Like, it looks like, uh, kind of like prototype, where, like, my, this is going to be an open world game. Yeah. So, it Yeah, like, you've stuff, got powers and stuff that looks kind of cool. Yeah, like, the content to... looks cool. It's just the, 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 the design and character yeah. look is a bit weird. Um. The next thing they showed was a game called Call of the Sea, and I wrote meh. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was really paying attention when I saw this part either. Uh, it looked like just another indie art experience. Yeah. Um, but on the sea this time. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. All of these are like, they had the depression monster game that was also on like a boat and mm-hmm. stuff like that. A lot of these things are sea themed. So, meh. Uh, the next thing they showed was a game called The Ascent. That looks like uh, Cyberpunk Diablo, uh, and I'm all for that. It looked fucking cool as hell. Um, it was like a top-down, isometric, shooter, cyberpunk I I don't remember if I saw that. I mean, I watched the whole thing, but I was also like doing work, so it's possible yeah. that I was just not paying attention when this one came up. Uh, they didn't... It, it, there was no voiceover. It was just like That's music and stuff. That's probably why. Um, but I was just like looking at this. I was like, oh, okay. And then like the more it got into it, I was like, oh, this looks cool. Oh yeah, this looks dope. And then they showed like character customization for it and everything. I was like, yeah, I'm in. This okay. looks cool. Nice. Um, the next game was a game called The Medium, which was by the um, developers who did Layer of Fear and the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, there was also, I, was this the one that was also Silent Hill related? or is Yeah, that, okay. um, Akira Yamaota, uh, or Yamaoka did the... Um, the music for all the Silent Hill gotcha. games. Gotcha, okay. Or, like, was... the, the most popular Silent Hill games. Yeah, and yeah. He didn't do the new shittier ones. Um, he's doing the music for this. Okay. Um, and this one looks like a third-person uh, horror game, mm-hmm. survival horror game, which is the Layers of Fear and Blair Witch were both walking simulators. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one where it was, like, the pregnant woman. Yeah, she's a medium. Hands. Yeah, 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 and she can talk to the dead. They, yeah. like, explained later on. Um, I don't know how, if you just watched the trailers, but like later on they had like interviews with developers. And yeah, no, I just watched the like half hour of 
trailers and yeah. reviews and stuff. They were interviewing the developer for the game, and they're a Polish developer, and he was saying like how a lot of this stuff is like ingrained in Polish lore, and like even the like the location um, was all in Poland, and like the places that they were were important to like the stuff that was going on. I, I don't know anything about Polish history. Obviously, we're American and very unfortunately american centric so we don't learn about anything else um, wait there are other countries besides america yeah japan <laughs> oh uh, yeah i knew i knew that um but they uh he was explaining some of the stuff and it sounds like i mean a passion project because of where it is and yeah. it does it looks very cool um i'm when i saw the trailer i was like eh, it's just another of their games it's just gonna be another walking simulator but they showed the third person aspect of like the main character walking around. I was like, "Oh, cool! So this could be like a new Silent Hill." I just want like Jonathan Edwards DLC or like a Long Island Medium expansion, so we can have some American mediums in this. As yeah, well. we need something else. <laughs> yeah, I want the that woman's crazy hair to fight monsters or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, th- none of this stuff shows very much. These are all no. very base trailers. So, wait, is, that, is this in gameplay, John? I thought we were supposed to see gameplay. No. Uh, this is this is in game. Oh, okay. Engine gotcha. play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next game on the list was uh, Scarlet Nexus, which was uh, just another anime game. I, is this the one where the, it kind of looks like Persona in like the cutscene or the art style, and then the guy has like a lightning on his eye? Is that this one? Yeah, I mean, it just looks like God Eater or uh, Code Fane or whatever that was called. Mm. Um, it's just anime game. It's fighting it's monsters. It's just anime school. game. Like I, you know me, I'm a big anime fan. But even watching this, I was like, this separates itself from nothing. It's just another Bandai Namco shovel. Is it based on like an existing no. property? Nope. No, so so it's at least original IP, but again, it, you're right, it doesn't do enough to set itself apart from the other games that are very similar, and at least based on things you know and like. Well, and like, Code Vein was an original IP as well, but like, I I didn't play much of Code Vein. What I did, I, I liked it, but like, it just, it didn't, it doesn't separate itself from anything. Like, it just looks like anime action game. Same thing, I have all three God Eater games, and I barely played any of them, yeah. so, like, and sure, uh, it, I'm sure I'm for some reason I'm on like Bandai Namco's like happy list they keep sending me like uh, invitations to play betas of stuff so like I'm sure I'll get one of this and I'll, I'll play it when it comes out um, but as of right now generic anime game I even wrote mm-hmm. looks like God Eater but it's not yeah. there you go <laughs> um, the next game was uh, Second Extinction Reclaim Earth which was a dinosaur murder simulator they showed it's like like turok on steroids yeah it looked like doom but turok i kind of felt bad for the dinosaurs in this because they weren't even attacking they were just blowing up well they were attacking they were like running at the people mostly because they probably murdered all their friends but yeah it was just like do you want to see raptors explode in 700 different ways yeah yeah, they were very violently exploding too. It wasn't yeah. just like it was a bullet to the head and they're down and there's no, blood. No, they were like, like exploding, heads exploding. Were exploding. Well, yeah. maybe you need maybe they're like zombie dinosaurs and you need to blow their heads off to survive. I guess. I mean, this game looks like it could be cool if you explain to me in story why there's dinosaurs. Like, what period is this taking place in? Is this like a modern day? Is this right. futuristic? Is this alternate universe where dinosaurs never went extinct but are now? 
not living hand in hand with man the way they like is this a Flintstones universe in the future mm. where like they used to be our friends and our toilets and our faucets but now <laughs> our cars <laughs> yeah but now they're they're not taking our shit anymore uh the too many of them were domesticated and now they're fighting back like so it's Detroit uh but dinosaurs yeah Detroit become dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> guess if it's that like i just want a story reason to why so like that could be kind of cool and like i mean i don't know i don't really have that deep down desire to watch raptors explode but you know here we are yeah i, I mean I, I looked at it i was like okay and then it was not to rock and that was the only reason i was just like uh oh okay they yeah. could have just like if this was being made then it could have just been like hey can we license the to rock name please yeah, but then people would have complained that like, oh, this looks like it started life as another game. They just slapped the Turok name on it. It would have sold more. It def- I mean, this one still could. We don't know. Uh, uh, we don't know what this, the sales are like on this game yet, but... I doubt it. <laughs> um, <laughs> next it on the at least looked kind of good. Yeah, I mean, vis- visually it looked fine. Yeah. I, d- I just have zero interest in blowing up dinosaurs right now. Yeah, you need um, to tell me why I want to blow up the dinosaurs. And yeah, maybe... give me a motivation for exploding raptors. Exactly. Um, next on the list, surprisingly, was uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which was the seventh game in the Yakuza franchise. Um, so, so explain this a little bit, because this looked like it was almost like a spinoff of a previous one. Because like in the beginning of it, they murder this guy, and he's like, nope, it's time for you to die. But then he's not dead, and he's got like powers, and he has to seek revenge. But it, the like the title card or one of the things was like he needs a new ending so is this like a character from a previous yakuza game like, no how does this, this tie is a in? brand new character okay um i haven't played yakuza 6 yet so i don't know how that ends off my guess is kiryu dies because he's not in this one um and like he's just a hero that probably needs to die um but the the guy the main character in this is brand new to this game okay uh, they did show, like, um, Majima and, like, a bunch of the other characters from the Yakuza franchise are in this one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the, like, main... Uh, there's, like, an antagonist you only fight once in every game, and he's, like, the hardest thing in the world. And he was in this trailer as well. Okay. Um, but they... Uh, uh, I just thought, found it interesting that it was on an Xbox thing and not a Sony thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the Yakuza games have been on Xbox before, haven't no. they? Really? No. They've only been on PC. Huh. Um, and only recently on yeah. PC. Um, like, with the remakes and everything. Um, and I think the, like, the 4, 5, and 6 or whatever, the, like, collection that just came out recently, um, that is on Xbox One as well. But okay, it was that's why fir- I thought there were But some... it was the first time it's yeah, ever yeah, touched yeah. an okay. Xbox console. Um, again, no gameplay was shown because this is supposed to be a turn-based RPG. Yeah. There was just a bunch of, like, standard looking yakuza stuff which is fine it's i will i will buy this you. game yeah i i will play this game but it doesn't look like the yakuza i mean it looks like the yakuza i know from this trailer but i know it's not yeah which was a, an odd choice are there normally superpowers in um yeah okay i mean they're not superpowers he's just getting fucking pumped like yeah um so like you choose a, a fighting style um and like you can change that mid battle but that like that's the stuff that was like glowing around him oh, and gotcha. like he'll, he'll pick up like motorcycles and hit people with motorcycles that's, yeah. that's the extent of superpowers it's not like he's like shooting laser beams well no it looked like at some point he like pulled the sword out of the ground out of nowhere and it was glowing and had lightning so that's why i wasn't sure like if that was something superpowery yes something. and no i mean gotcha. it's it's all parody like the the combat in the games are meant to be over the top and goofy like gotcha. a lot of the stuff in the yakuza games are very goofy like 
I would want to, I'm kind of curious, like, to have somebody play the game who's never even heard anything about the franchise to be like, oh, Yakuza game is going to be, like, GTA, but, like, Japanese. And then That's be kind like, of what I always thought about And then it. be like, what the fuck is this? Like, why am I going to, like, maid clubs and, like... Why not? It's the same thing as GTA. I guess. But, like, there's other goofy stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. you play, like, slot car racing with children and stuff. So, like, it's meant to be... It's more like Saints Row than GTA. Yeah, not... Like, it's like Saints Row two or three where it was like funny but not over the top which is what the fourth one turned into um but again i'll I'll play this it's another one of all of the games i think except for like two were the um you can buy it on xbox and one and get it on xbox Mm -hmm. series x um and then the last thing they showed off was uh, what they were hyping up uh, for weeks, which was another trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, and this one was supposed to be uh, the first ever gameplay footage of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then it wasn't. No. <laughs> the guy was like, all right, it's a first gameplay reveal of this brand new, highly anticipated game. Now watch this cinematic trailer. Yeah, uh, a slightly truncated cinematic trailer from the one that we saw before, and then a little bit more added to it. Yeah. That's it. I guess there were some additional details like in those developer talks or something afterwards because I saw more articles about some of the other things that you can do. Um, yeah, he did but... explain the story a bit. Like I remember when we talked about it last week, I was saying like Vikings are the bad people in this instance, and they are. Yeah. Um, but I guess it takes place in Norway and in England. Yeah, so, so you like, can still have the goodness and the villainness right. of it. So I'm sure there's going to be a reason why they're invading England. Obviously, they invade England because they're Vikings, but the stuff that's going to be taking place in the Viking uh, setting versus the, like... Yeah, that'll show you the human side of them with their families, right. I'm sure, and <clears throat> kind of give you that um, sympathetic side of it rather than just like hey why do i like this character that's just going into all these towns and raping Raping and pillaging pillaging. (laughs) i don't feel like i want to like that but i do or i'm supposed to so i don't really know um but yeah i mean it's assassin's creed yeah it was also the only okay they also showed off man i didn't talk about it yeah i was just gonna say you you missed one because i was really expecting (laughs) you to be like okay next was this game called madden 21 madden madden um i mean it looked really good because i was gonna bring that up because i mean that's a game that i do play um for at least a little bit every year and it looks amazing but again it's the cinematic trailer there wasn't the only gameplay footage was from previous maddens which i thought was funny I also found it funny that Patrick Mahomes introduced it when his direct competitor is on the cover. Yeah, well, he was on the cover last year, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So that's probably why he's the carryover. Um, but, like, they couldn't have had anyone else do it? I mean... Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know why it was him specifically. Probably because he's a way bigger name than Lamar Jackson in terms of being a part of this unveiling of it i guess but lamar jackson lamar jackson's gonna be on the cover that's true so like he'll, he'll be doing just had the cover yeah i don't athlete yeah. on there it doesn't make sense uh this one also is going to be part of smart delivery though yeah. there's caveats which i guess makes sense for this franchise specifically more so than like a cyberpunk where you have to buy the game on xbox one x and register the like redeem you have to like redeem the version before like march so it's not an an open blanket whenever you buy it you get the enhanced version so that way you can't 
you know, when the Super Bowl ends in February or March, depending on the, how football goes, <laughs> uh, you can't like buy the game at $20 in May and get the Series X version yeah. or whatever. Like, cause I'm sure the price will drop drastically because it'll be technically the last gen version. You know, when, and last year's football game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, the season will be over and it'll be the last gen version because I'm sure there will be a Series X disc that you can buy. Yeah. So, that'll be the one that drops somewhat regularly as a Madden right. game would drop, where the other one might plummet. So, I guess from that, like, serialized standpoint, that makes more sense. But it does add to the confusion that we were kind of talking about of, like, what is smart delivery? How does it work? It's great that it exists. Like, that's an awesome you know, fan and customer centric feature, but I don't know, like they haven't explained it well enough to be like, uh, yep, everything's great. There's no hiccups or weirdness. But again, with Madden, if you really want Madden, like you're going to get it. And I guess you just have to remember to register. No, it's very EA as well. Remember they tried to do their online code thing that didn't last very long where you had to register your code to play it online. You couldn't get the game used. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense for the annualized one. If they're going to give you a free upgrade to the next better version, that there's a time frame for that. But it really won't matter. I don't know that it'll be that way. It, this this won't matter a year from now because you really there might not even be an Xbox One X version of Madden 22. So, yeah. Um, well, it, and it, like I think this is also positive for developers because they don't need to instantly jump into making series x games yeah but how long can you wait to give out the series x version of madden i assume madden comes out in the end of august and series x will be out in november so really like you're only getting the um the like the new enhanced version for a few months of actual football season anyway and then next year you're just going to get the series x version yeah so um it really isn't that big a deal i wouldn't think but it is just a bit more confusing than all the other smart delivery stuff. But the game looks fine. It's Madden. Sure. That's why I didn't bring it up. I was just like, yeah, it's yeah. Madden. They did, they did make a point that like you're going to be able to feel the action. I don't know if that's just with the, like advanced rumble and you know haptic triggers on the next-gen systems and all the other like controller features. But they did make a, a big point of saying like you feel the action or you can sense the whatever. Or it's just developer talk. Yeah, it, I mean, it easily could just be hype speak, but... They it said they said it a couple of times, which makes me think there might be more to it um, than that. And they said there'd be more details on Madden Twenty One coming in the next right. couple of weeks. So I think we'll probably have to wait for that <clears throat> unveiling to figure out if what's different this year than previous years, other than it looks good on the next gen systems as it should. Yeah. So uh, I mean, overall thoughts on <clears throat> Series X? Did any of these things kind of put you more in the time or the mind frame of wanting to purchase a Series X, or that's still not even? No, because th- they also preempted this whole thing with saying, "Hey, none of these games are going to be first person or first party games, and none of them are like essentially AAA titles except for Assassin's Creed." Yeah. Like, they even, like, started out the thing by saying, like, we're going to be showing our first party games some other time. And, like, you know, get look get ready to talk about Master Chief, but not right now. Like, okay, thanks. Like, and, like, none of these, as far as I know, I, unless there was, like, just, like, title cards thrown out that I didn't see, are any of these Series X exclusives? No, and they even said that when they started, too. Okay. Well, I know they said they're not, like, you know, first party and they're not AAA, but, like, are any of them timed exclusives or first on Xbox or anything like that? No, they, like, 
maybe the uh, first one, like the first person shooter. Yeah. Especially yeah. since they kept saying that it was like all you know all being... one guy i right. can't imagine one guy's developing for Xbox and then they were like yeah and... look at the the power of the series x yeah. um but they also didn't like they did show like the world premiere graphic that they do on lots of other stuff like they do yeah. e3 every year um but, but that doesn't mean anything. it didn't the, but they didn't have the world premiere and then exclusive to xbox yeah. or timed exclusive to xbox and all the stuff that like there was only a couple of these that weren't things we didn't know about already i mean i didn't know about most of these other than obviously like Assassin's Creed and Madden, and I think Vampire the Masquerade we had seen at E3 last year or something. Yeah. Uh, but none of the other ones I had heard of. I, those are probably the biggest names, though. Yeah, well, well, yeah. And Yakuza as well. We knew about Yakuza. I mean, I didn't, but I also don't follow. I mean, we knew about it before. We had talked about it before on the podcast. That it's going to be like a separation from the. Um... Oh, is that what this one was? Okay. I yeah, didn't this, remember. Is, this is the RPG. So, gotcha. Um, and we've seen gameplay of the RPG stuff before. Like, they put out a trailer for it. This is the first, like, cinematic trailer they've put it out. Um, and the first in depth look at it, I guess, without looking at gameplay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I think it was about half and half half new stuff and half stuff we already knew about. Gotcha. But, I mean, system exclusives sell a system for me personally. Well, yeah. And um, for everybody, really. It's system exclusives and what your friends have is basically what you know sells consoles nowadays. right and since they didn't show any first party stuff and they didn't show any system exclusives it was just like they could have called this like the like third party showcase instead yeah. of inside xbox they made it seem very important well inside xbox is their like monthly or week or bi-weekly show that they do anyway where they just talk about xbox news and what's going on in the world of xbox so yeah. these games coming to xbox technically put them in the world of xbox which puts them into the inside Xbox wheelhouse. Yeah. So like, I get it from that standpoint. And I think one of them, I, I think it was the medium game even said it was coming to games pass. Like there was a little icon at the bottom of the screen that said games pass oh, game cool. or something like that. I mean, it makes sense. I think uh, layers of fear and Blair, Witch. my Blair, Witch definitely is. Cause that's when yeah, I that's had games played pass, it. I played it. Yeah. Um, um, so that makes sense that, that, that developer has a, uh, um, you know, hands in with Microsoft. I think Blair Witch is an exclusive game to the Xbox as well. I think it's an Xbox PC exclusive. I don't yeah, think it's I, on. I don't remember else. seeing it on PS. So maybe this next one will be an Xbox exclusive. Either um, way, they didn't do enough to um, like explain that to you no. in the video. So it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I there. I, I don't think there would be anything that would make me purchase an Xbox because I've never bought an Xbox. There's just they've never had a series that has been like, damn, I really need to play that one. Right. Other than like. Halo, but I just play that with friends, so I would never felt the need to buy a whole system for it. I mean, you can I, play it on your PC now. Not on this. You just pointed to my laptop that can't run Cuphead. So <laughs> no, I don't think that I can. Um, so, but I mean, it's really not. This wasn't for me anyway. I would have been shocked if this had been like, "Fuck, I gotta get an Xbox now." Look at all these amazing games. Yeah. Um, especially with like launch titles, you just don't know. A lot of them get a little rushed because you're trying to put them out right at the start. Like they, they can't get pushed back. So sometimes launch title games are a little wonky anyway. And, yeah. You know, I, I applaud all these new IPs that were introduced. Uh, some of them look cool. Some of them don't. Um, I kind of want to play the dinosaur game, the, the wall running one at the beginning, the infinite memory thing. It's yeah. kind of cool. But again, none of those seem, at least at this point, like they are Xbox exclusives. No. Well, and so. They did say the Yakuza game would be a launch window game too. So that's news yeah. that... We haven't heard anywhere else. But launch windows like the first six months to a year. So you could be getting it in the fall. You could be getting it in the spring. You could be getting it next summer. 
Well, I think it was in the interview with the developer. He said it was a launch. Like, he didn't say launch window, but he said, like... Oh, on the trailer it said launch window. Oh, it did? Yeah. He said, like, launch, like, title or, like, beginning title or something like that. So it's going to be around that time. I'm not going to buy on the Xbox anything anyway, just because I have all the other ones on the PlayStation. Um, But the big push about this, you know, buy it on both, is a cool, and I hope Sony does something similar. Yeah. Um, Pre-orders for a lot of these games went up. Um... And also the PS4 versions went up. And curiously enough, the PS4 versions that went up on Amazon said PS4 slash PS5. Yeah, see, I don't... So it was like one title for both. Well, I mean, as far as we know, the PS5 is backwards compatible anyway. So technically, if you put the PS4 disc in the PS5, it will work and will play. Whether or not you get enhanced graphics or if there's like a con because that's basically what smart delivery is it's backwards compatibility with an up like a 4k patch or whatever yeah or an 8k patch or whatever you know graphical or processing power update you get with the series x so i guess that's true i didn't think about it that way that the ps4 already is backwards compatible ps5 or ps5 to the ps4 yeah so technically any game you purchase this fall will be playable on ps5 so you could call it a ps4 ps5 it's whether or not Sony does something like what Smart Delivery is, where you're getting that enhancement pack that you can then download and play, and it runs the updated graphics, and it runs better on the right. hard drive, and takes advantage of the like double download things, or all the different things that PS5 can do, which, again, we still don't know. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean... I, I hope something for that as well, because, again, it's a very consumer-focused initiative. Right. Much in the way Xbox is consumer-focused mm-hmm. with its backwards compatibility all the way back to the Xbox original. So if Selective. Sony wants to play... <laughs> yeah, but st- more so than Sony or right. Nintendo. Right. So if Sony wants to kind of get in that game of doing things for the consumer, then that would be a, a good thing. But yeah. I guess we'll see more from Series X soon in, what, in terms of what first party games we get beyond halo infinite which i think we all still assume is a launch title i think they openly said it was yeah but they said it was a year ago yeah with obviously the way of things now i would hope that that's still the case but it also wouldn't surprise me if since everybody's got to work from home it's going to push things off a bit and that will then impact everyone's like their ability to have that i don't think they'll want to because that's going to be their marquee title but the fact that we didn't get a video of the Xbox titles for launch, I think, is a bit more concerning. But again, we still haven't seen anything from the PS5, so yeah, it's not overly concerning at this point. They poked fun at themselves too. Um, I don't, re- I don't remember names of people in the Microsoft organization, but like one of the heads of the Xbox uh, was like doing the all the stuff was like Zoom call stuff. Yeah, his background was his kitchen, but his fridge was replaced with the Xbox One X or oh, Xbox Series X. That's funny. I didn't see that. Yeah. He did have, like, he changed his background to be, like, that's how they unveiled the Assassin's Creed 2, where he had, like, changed Zoom backgrounds. He was like, this is Phil Spencer's kitchen, and this is hell, or whatever. Yeah. They put up this gross scorn background. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, cool. All right. Uh, lightning round. Unfortunately, uh, you know, something we cover every week is what got canceled uh, this week. It is a Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, which was supposed to take place September 24th, but... Is just unfortunately canceled. They haven't said anything about doing anything online or anything, but TGS is usually a like more hands-on experience. It's not like E3 or like uh, GDC or anything like that. Like these are mostly to play 
demos. Well, and... E3's, I mean, a big thing is playing demos, but that's only more recently with the inclusion of, like, the general public being able to go. But DGS yeah. has much longer been associated with going and playing the demos. Right, and it's more associated with, not, like, uh, launches or premieres or anything like that, but more of, like, these are the games we're working on. Please yeah. look into them deeper as opposed to the spectacularness of E3. Yeah. And I mean, you could do an online component where you just release those demos to like the Xbox store, PlayStation store, the Switch right. store, the eShop, you know. So like you could still do something like that. I think that would be a big step for this year of missing conventions where normally you don't get those demos right away. Those are those demos are exclusive for people on the show floor so they could contain them because they're probably hastily slapped together for the show. Uh, and so that way you don't want to like put out a demo that's buggy when everyone's playing it. Right. But I think that would be cool if the online component is, Hey, we're doing demos here. Go to the like demo page on each of the different storefronts and you can download five, 10 demos that would have been on the show floor, but now you get to experience them from home. I think that would be something really cool that nobody else has done. Yet, I mean, we still don't know what E3 looks like. Yeah, they've said no video component, but that doesn't mean that studios won't be part of the Summer of Super Fun Games. Yeah, whatever and, that's called. <laughs> yeah, it's the sum, I, it's IGN it's Summer, Summer of, of Gaming. Game. It's Summer of Gaming. Oh, I is think. it really that bland? Um, yeah, uh, but the Summer of Super Fun Games, where you just go, okay, here's the Super Fun Games storefront section, and here's the demo for, you know, what. Ghost of Tsushima and here's the demo for this and here's the demo for Cyberpunk and whatever like you that would have been playable on the show floor. Right. Um, so if TGS does something like that, I think that'd be really cool and different from all the other, yeah, we're just doing a video. Yeah, we're just doing a like, press conference. We're doing a Nintendo Direct. We're doing whatever. Like, give the people the chance to play those games that would have possibly been playable at the show to yeah. give that convention experience and then have like a Hey, we're, you know, come to our forum or whatever, and we're hosting discussions and everyone can like be part of the conversation and talk about what they liked or didn't like of the demos and the developers will be in the stream and we can talk and do all these different things. So, yeah, they can even do like a time thing. The Neo 2 demo is only available for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be a, it's available for everyone, but do it for the length of what TGS would have been. Yeah. And then at the end, it's gone and you can't play it anymore. Mm-hmm. That would be fine. Um, so I would I would hope to see something like that just because that is the type of show that that would normally be. And they might they may not even know. I mean, yeah, it's still early. that's a hundred percent on the developers to do. Like, yeah. obviously the show organizers aren't going to do anything like that. But. No, but they could be the ones that reach out to Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo to say like, hey, can we put up a storefront on the eShop that says TGS, and it's a special section you go to that lets you download the five demos or whatever. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's early enough to know that you can't have the show, as everyone basically can't have any shows. It's just depressing, considering it's also s- September. Like, Yeah, I was watching a thing the other day that said that like New York uh, Comic Con in October is probably going to get canceled already, too. Because it's mean, depressing. It, yeah, it, it is. Uh, and But I mean, I think a lot of these organizers are finding different ways to get this content to people and... The way that the online world is now, you can kind of have communities available to participate without having to physically participate. So this will just be the year of the online convention, which can still be cool. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to the fact that I might get Comic-Con exclusive merch this year because it'll be available more widely than you have to win a lottery to get a ticket to stand in line for three hours to buy this action figure. 
So like there's some positives to it for people like us who don't normally go to these conventions. Um, but for the people and for the developers that do, this is obviously a big blow and hopefully mm-hmm. enough things come out of it that can offset the you know exposure and potential revenue that they would generate by going to a convention. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, some people that are looking to doing other things, lightning round cyberpunk uh, is going to be doing their own reveal event. Uh, and a piece of information they've already revealed is one of our uh, favorite features that has only been previously available in one game. <laughs> so cyberpunk is doing a thing. Uh, can't remember what it was called. Um, Night city wire. Um, they just like put a quick graphic up on Twitter and it just says, get ready with a little TV screen next to it. Um, June 11th is when this is going to come out. And my guess it's going to be some sort of like in universe TV show that's going to be talking about the game, but like themed like cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, and it's going to show off more information, uh, like the dong slider that you can uh, enhance or dehance <laughs> the size of your genitalia. Boom. There you um, go. Their, their reasoning for it makes a little sense, though. Makes uh, little sense or a little sense? Makes a little bit more sense oh, okay. than just having a large penis. Oh. Um, well, but fact, first of all, who doesn't want a large penis? Um, probably people with overly large penises. <laughs> no, I'm sure they like it. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, got him. Got him. Got himself. <laughs> The uh, cyberpunk, in general, like the the uh, genre, is all about augmentations. Yeah. Um, so obviously, augmenting your genitalia is something that you probably would want to do if you had the desire and interest and yeah. Um, yeah. If you, I mean, if you want to, yeah. If you want to give yourself a robot arm, I could understand wanting to give yourself a robot, a robot dong. I'm wondering whether if if it gets like. If it starts out at a certain size, which I'm sure there's a default size for it, uh, which is weird enough to say, if you extend it like a certain point, do you then start seeing like cybernetic enhancements pop up on it? Or is it like, is it a slider the way that you just go like, it's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger, it's where I want it? Or is it like, there's regular, then there's this cybernetic enhancement implant that makes it this big, then there's this one that makes it this big and this wide, like... How detailed are they going with it, or is it just like a slider, or have, do we not know? Um, apparently, it's a customization, not a like it is an optimization. So it's something you have to add on to your body. It's gotcha. not like it's not like when you make your character, you say, "I want size ten dick." So it's not like uh, or Conan Exiles, Labia, which was the, or whatever. Yeah, like this is going to be not gender exclusive. Um, so this is like you have to buy the robot dick enhancement package. Yeah, the package um, enhancement package, and it also says that like. There are different size and combination adjustments. Oh, cool. So, like, you can be whatever. Like, they already talked about this, where you can be genderless if you want. Oh, true. Um, so This is the future. Yeah. And, like, we're woke. So, yeah. like, be be the you you want to be. Or be the you you can't be because you were born one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so, it looks like it's something that is going to be additional, not a... Not a slider, but a modification. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, I mean, if if the whole point is cybernetic enhancements to make yourself more whatever, I guess that makes sense that your genitals would be part of that, too. Well, and, like, my guess is, like, it's going to have a narrative function, too. Like, you might have a sex appeal, like... Oh, yeah, uh, true. Attribute to your might be able to character. see the outline of your dick through your cybernetic genes or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you're like, yo, it goes down to my knee. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're like, whoa, I can't believe how big your dick looks in those futuristic sweatpants. Yeah, um, but it's also it's going to be other stuff. I'm yeah. sure there's going to be a breast enlargement. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but they probably don't highlight that because then the whole yeah whatever it's misogynist a, a thing comes in. So, the, of course, they're talking yeah. about your dick first. Yeah, it's Gamergate at that point. Um, uh, I mean... It, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's funny. Like, it's... At this point, it's no more. It's just funny to me. I if it didn't exist, I don't think anyone would be clamoring to be like, "Hey guys, if I can augment my arm and my neck and my chest and my, my legs, why can't I augment my dick?" And they'd be like, "Because I mean, we don't want to animate it. Stop." <laughs> I can understand if this didn't exist, but yeah. the fact that it does makes story sense. So uh, good for them. Yeah, I'm a, I as stupid as it sounds, I'm a hundred percent for this. Like I I don't care either way, um, but the fact that it's in there and if it has a narrative function, fucking dope. Yeah. Um, if even if it doesn't, even like it, even if it doesn't, like, it makes again, sense in world. This is the yeah. You're being yeah. the you you want to be. Like, and unfortunately, we can't do that in the world we live in right now. So, might as well do it in the s- weird future of cyberpunk. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, dong sliders are now a thing again. <laughs> yeah, more so than just that one time. <laughs> yeah, it is now a thing, not not a one-time instance. But you know that if this game is as popular as it seems like it's going to be, then and everyone if everyone's talking about this online, that means so many more games are going to have a dong slider. Like, but it, it needs to be saved for but the right kind of game. But it makes sense in this aspect. Yeah. But the- if like if GTA Six has a character creator, that one should have a dong slider too because that's really funny and that fits in the universe of. Open being world stuff. Open world, being a badass, mm-hmm. going to strip clubs, whatever. Right. Like, if there's relationships or whatever that need to be cultivated, then that would be a thing that you can augment, and that'd be funny. But like, I don't want to see this in the next Call of Duty. Like, like, all right, how big do you want your character's balls to be, and that'll determine how brazen he is on the battlefield. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's possible. I mean, this isn't the also the first time that we've had body sliders like no. I mean, fighting games have had boob sliders for ages true um this is the second time it has been the lower body yeah so um it makes sense to me i, I i'm all for it like yeah. it and it logically makes sense in terms of the game this isn't just a like headline making thing to be outlandish no which is what conan was i believe yeah so um uh, all right cool all right, uh, lightning round. So I mentioned, obviously, uh, in the what we were playing section that Monday was uh, May the 4th, so Star Wars Day, which uh, brought a bunch of uh, whole new Star Wars news for video games. So the first and most exciting for me was that Vader Immortal, the VR game that was available on Oculus and Oculus alone, uh, is coming to PSVR this summer. And it's coming as one package rather than episodic like it did on Oculus, where yeah. you had to wait for, the, I think it was three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this will all be just one uh, contained purchase. And I'm very, very excited for it because I didn't, I never got to play it because I don't own the Oculus. I mean, Joe brought it over once and I think we played something else, but I didn't want to like jump into the story of episode one of Vader Immortal to then yeah. never be able to play it again. Um, and now I don't have to bug Joe to bring it over so I can play it now. I'll just wait till the summer and play it on PSVR. Yeah, I saw that. And the first thing I thought about was you. Because, like, you were saying how much you wanted to play it. And how we were thinking that it probably wouldn't ever come to PSVR. Because it was, like, a selling point for the Oculus. Yeah. Or, like, the specific Oculus. Whatever the wireless one is. Yeah. I don't remember. Quest or... Quest, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, But this is right up your alley. And oh, yeah. This is what you were looking for. 
Absolutely. This is exciting. And I like it because the move controller is so much more like a lightsaber hilt than the Oculus Quest's hand controllers are. Yeah. So if I have to have a lightsaber battle with Vader at some point, which you probably do. Again, I don't know the story and I don't want to because I don't want to be spoiled on it. Then that seems more in line with what I would want. It seems like it'll be more fun to play on the PSVR. With a more girthy yes controller yeah like the dong slider on the controller was maxed out as opposed to the nubbiness of the <laughs> oculus one so the uh you know the engineering of the controller slider is, is way higher on the move controller but it just feels more like a lightsaber which i think will be cool is um, there a release date for this it's just summer right okay. now no specific release date or month or anything like that but just summer nice. which i mean is soon it's now the you know almost middle of may and summer starts at the end of june so at the earliest we're a month yeah. potentially away from this um so that'll be a fun exciting thing to look forward to mm-hmm. uh in the interim so i'm i'm super jazzed for that i will definitely pick that up and play it as soon as it's available uh something else that got announced which was a big surprise to me considering last week i mentioned that there was no reason to go back to this game really <laughs> um other than like a full playthrough again yeah. in a star wars mood um, but we got surprise DLC from Jedi Fallen Order, which was something that we had all mentioned. I mean, even you who hadn't played the game agreed that this would be really good DLC and we get challenges and like challenge modes and like waves after wave of enemy type things to do, which it seemed like it was ripe for I in mean, the gameplay. I mean, all the other most recent Star Wars games have had them. Yeah, so that's that's pretty exciting. So it is uh, DLC. It's free DLC, so it's available now. Um, It gives new cosmetics, something called a battle grid, a new game plus, and combat challenges. So there's a new game plus is dope. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff to like here. Um, So Respawn unveiled it. Uh, You get combat challenges that can you get through the meditation points you can just go in uh the battle grid thing is you can kind of go and create your own challenges so to speak and kind of like piece it together and almost make like a like a game in and of itself where you go from like challenge to challenge and try to complete the thing so you can set up this like checkerboard thing with little stuff uh which should be pretty cool um yeah it's wave-based arena challenges so much like that one section in the game there's also different parameters that you can have to it. So like no healing, no taking damage or take no damage. So you can kind of augment the challenges a little bit as well, which could make for some pretty fun, just like time killing activities. Which yeah. Would be it seems pretty like, cool. um, Batam, uh, the Batman games, like the Arkham games yeah. had those where yeah. like you couldn't take damage, um, or like you had to like defeat a certain amount of waves and a certain time limit and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. I mean, I'm not really feeling star super Star Warsy right now, but when that time comes around, maybe when Vader is out, and I might go back and you know play these challenges and kind of keep up with it. There's cosmetic stuff too, where you get new ponchos and new colors for the. I forget the droid's name already. Um, I didn't play it, so I yeah, don't know. I don't know. He's the little the little guy with the legs. I don't remember yeah. his name. Um, but the, he's got you know new colors for him as well. Um, I think there's new lightsaber colors uh, and new Journey Plus mode that allows you to keep all your skins, cosmetic skins from the last playthrough um, and just play through again. Journey Plus. Yeah. So um, that was exciting and completely surprising because I didn't expect there were no rumblings of it. The game came out, you know, six, seven, eight months ago. So, you know, no rumblings or anything. You assume the game is just done and that's fine. But, you know, 
challenges are something that a lot of people clamored for and mm-hmm. we talked about so it's a pretty cool addition very excited for that uh lightning round sticking with ea they um, came out this week uh, and announced that they will still be doing their ea play uh, digital event that normally would be the like saturday before e3 kicks off or like you know, in earnest, like if all the right, normal, if it was normally, yeah, yeah, like all the normal conferences start like Sunday night and do like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is when usually the conference schedule and the EA one is usually that Saturday beforehand. So they um, they came out and said this week that they are still going to be doing that as a digital only event. So there still will be an EA play announcing the slate of upcoming games for both this year and beyond. Uh, they did do a little bit more confirmation in what is to be expected this year um, with a handful of games that they mentioned as well. Yeah, in their financial release, they announced some titles that are coming out. Um, these are all stuff we knew about. Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered, which yeah. is out already on other things, but is now getting remastered for... Switch. The Switch, yeah. which... Okay. Um, Command & Conquer Remastered, which is neat. Uh, Command & Conquer is great. I don't know how a remaster is going to do on consoles, but they put it on the PlayStation 1 way back when, so... Well, and, like, they they had, like, Command & Conquer 3, or Red Alert was on consoles, too. Like, they've ported it to consoles before. Yeah, I mean, it's been on consoles. It's just, in my head, it's a primarily PC. Well, yeah. Um, Those are in Q1. Q2 is going to be FIFA and Madden, of course. Uh, And then Q3 is going to be NHL. Um, These are all 2021. Um, but then they also said that there was going to be a new EA HD title, um, which is going to be some uh, remaster of some sort of some franchise, and then a new unannounced sports title as well. Hmm. Um, don't know about either of these. That that's legit. All they said was unannounced sports title and EA in quotations EA HD title. Any any guesses? Anything you'd like to see? I don't, like, EA's just got such a big... He has a vast catalog. It's hard to know like, what they have I haven't. wouldn't even know what to think of, but I can almost guarantee it's just going to be something I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Sports-wise, I hope they do a hits. I mean, we talk about this every every week almost. Yeah. Make another hits title. Make another Blitz title. Or FIFA Street. Or NFL Street. Yeah, any of those. Yeah, something more arcade Yeah, I want a more arcade sports game. Um because there aren't any really at this moment. Well, and I mean, this is the year to do it too, because you don't, again, and I hate to keep saying it because it is a downer, but you, we don't know what sports will look like in the fall. Yeah. I mean, baseball still hasn't started. There's still no inkling of baseball starting. I mean, technically we haven't even finished the current NBA and NHL seasons. No. Those are still technically they're on, on pause. And they just released the other day that they're still on pause. They didn't yeah. even straight up say cancel for an NHL. They just said, like, we're looking at this further to try and, like, know when we can get back to training. Yeah, I mean, the like the Stanley Cup finals and the NBA finals aren't till June anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're technically still in the current season, which is insane to me because, like, normally when it's out of season, it's out of sight, out of mind for me. And because it's out of sight, out of mind right now, because it's just not happening, like, yeah. I'm not thinking about it, I assume the season is over, even though it's technically not. So you don't know what season come fall is going to look like. Will football start on time? Will it start late? Will there be fans in the stands? Like, will these sports video games be the only time you get to see fans watching a game in 2020? Yeah. We don't know. So when the seasons have that much uncertainty, an arcade-style title, like a Hits, like a Blitz, uh, like a Slugfest for MLB, that kind of thing is, I think, would sell really well. It's kind of how we talked about 
with um, WWE Battlegrounds, where we're not getting a WWE 2K21 title for other reasons, but the fact that there's an arcadey alternative in a you know world of empty arena shows is cool. Like yeah. that's a fun you know kind of escapist thing. It'll be really weird. It'll be kind of like. I forget what Joe was playing a couple weeks ago. Where he's like, it's weird to be playing this game about like go. I think it was just Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, Crossing yeah. It's weird to play this game about like going outside and visiting with your friends and going to islands and like going on vacation when you can't do that in the real right. world. It'll be weird to be playing Madden in a stadium full of cheering AI fans if they're playing empty arena football games or no football games. Yeah. So like replacing that with something where it's all about the hitting and the brutality and the punishment would be a fun escapist kind of way to do it. So I think that'd be awesome. Well, and they don't have to like have current player, you know, franchise players either. Like this could be a, well, I think you do because of their like sort of thing. Well, you kind of do because of the um, like players associations and like you need naming rights and everything for that. So you wouldn't, you couldn't just do like it's Gretzky and it's this because right. you'd have to go get the license, the names for all those people from, players associations and whatnot but you wouldn't have to worry about keeping the um stats updated right you wouldn't have to worry about making sure that you know patrick mahomes is a 99 level quarterback or whatever you could just throw it out there and everything's arcadian it doesn't matter because you wouldn't have a season necessarily to compare it to to change those uh like rankings Mm -hmm. so i think that's where it comes into play Um, naming like you still have to get it but you're right that you wouldn't have to keep it current week to week right. or game to game. Well, and like the the big thing about that is if they put out a hits, I will buy it at $60 because it means that there's not going to be one next year first and foremost, but also that like this is something I can play for a long time. Like yeah. because of the stats thing, sports games kind of lose their interest in me because it's just like, all right, well, once the season's over, I'm not going to buy next year's because that's not really the different. Yeah. I don't really care that much. Yeah. Like rosters are going to change, of course, but like, but you can change them yourself in the game. You can, yeah. The only um, thing you don't have is rookies. Yeah, like you can yeah. technically create them. Well, or... and like their stats will change. Like you know, yeah. Pasternak was not that great when his first started, but now he's a ninety-nine. Yeah. Um. So of course that kind of stuff is going to change. But I mean, even if they put like a NFL Street, new NFL Street out, I'll probably buy that at sixty bucks as well. Like these are sports games that I will willingly drop full price on because there's not going to be one next year and we don't have anything else to yeah. look for i mean there is going to be they already obviously said the nhl is coming out they already said that fifa is coming out yeah and madden we saw in the xbox thing right so, like, so those games are coming out but they will they'll hit differently yeah because it's going to be i want to watch that instead of i want to play that yeah um i don't know about what the ehd title would be and i don't i don't honestly don't care yeah i'm kind of getting tired of remakes honestly there are some stuff that i'm like oh that's cool like nostalgia factor like the star wars racing thing was was neat i'm not gonna buy it like i just i, I played it to death to begin with hmm. um and it seems like it's just an easy cash in for a lot of those things yeah. if they're remakes then that's great like if this is a resident evil 2 situation then that'll be cool yeah um the fact that it just says eahd doesn't doesn't mean, tell you it doesn't mean either or remake yeah it just means something yeah in hd technically so with such a wide gamut i can't even yeah i can't even have hopes for one thing or another and a remake is a remake i most often than not would just not care <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I have no guesses either. Um, one thing I know that it won't be lightning round. It's not going to be skate related. Uh, I'm <sighs> sorry to break Joe's heart, even though he's and not mine. here. Uh, and mine too. I mean, well, granted, we, we there are a lot of skateboarding games coming out this year that look to be skate replacers. We have the sessions on Xbox and Skater XL on, I think, everything. At the very least, it was part of a Nintendo unveiling. Um, So there are certain things to be filling that gap. Um, But we got a little bit more insight into what EA thinks of the skate franchise this week um, from a professional skateboarder whose name is Jason Dill, who was on a um, skateboarding show or podcast or YouTube series or I don't, I don't somewhere know. where he was interviewed, <laughs> somewhere where he was interviewed. Um, and he had some, a couple of interesting little tidbits. Um, first of all, we'll talk about the skate aspect of it. Uh, and I got to read the whole quote cause it's um, amazing. Um, so let me get the thing. So he got an email uh, or he got a call from EA about 10 months ago and they said, Hey, we want to talk, this is all, I'm, I'm quoting him here. Uh, he said, we want to talk about the skate game. I said, oh, fine, that's fine. Uh, they said basically, hey, Jason, we want to do a mobile version of Skate 3. And I wrote back and I said, what else? And she wrote back, no, that's it. So um, we're not getting a Skate remaster, unfortunately. We're not getting a remake. We're not getting a Skate 4. Um, we're potentially just getting Skate 3 on mobile which I guess could be cool depending on what the controls are like or if you give me controller options yeah. to where I like like if I could play Skate 3 the fully version like the full version of Skate 3 on my phone and I can connect a controller to it I'm actually pretty okay with that cuz that gives me the ability to at least play Skate 3 where I can't really play it now I played the Skate It I think it was called the like Ar- Apple Arcade version that had skate controls yeah like you had to use the sticks like it was your feet it did not play very well um but that was also a different type of game as a side-scrolling game yeah um yeah it's more like an ollie ollie than it is a skate yes and no it was trying to be realistic yeah in the arcade aspect it had correct um so sure make a mobile game but like no one's gonna be playing this on the phone anyway yeah, so I mean, like, granted, if this was a full-fledged version and I could use my controller and it was just a port of Skate 3 onto my phone with controller support, I actually kind of like that. It gives me the ability to play a game I can't otherwise play. It's a bummer if that's all they're going to do, which apparently, according to this, is all that they plan on doing. Um, that sucks. But he went on to say uh, what happened after he got that email that said, no, we're just doing Mobile Skate 3. He said the following, look, no big deal. No one wants your stupid mobile version of Skate 3. I mean, I kind of do if, again, with caveats. Yes. Uh, Nobody wants your stupid mobile version of Skate 3. Make Skate fucking 4 already. Just do it. Just make the game and just participate again. You can't level it to the same numbers you get on other games. You do it for a cultural thing that pays you back later. And that's how corporations fucking can work if they play their cards right. And she wrote back to me and said, basically, no, we're not going to do that. So I wrote her back and I said, well... Uh, have a lot of luck on Need for Speed 29. I won't be in your stupid mobile game. I think it's fucking dumb. <laughs> so uh, Jason Dill feels very strongly about a Skate 4 happening. And he's right. You can't put this up against sales of Madden or Need for Speed or these other things because skateboarding is and has always been, except for that brief boom in the 90s, a very niche thing where it's not part of the cultural zeitgeist anymore like it is just a thing where people love playing those games uh, but they're not going to sell star wars numbers they're not going to sell 
you know, Assassin's Creed numbers. I know it's not EA, but like you, they're not like AAA things. And I, it's hard to, I guess, offset development costs for something like this versus expected return on investment. But you have to know that there is a grow, like a pretty substantial audience for these games that would love to play them again in some form or fashion. And it's a shame that they won't, they're not even thinking about doing just like, a skate collection on ps4 and xbox one which i think would sell like gangbusters and you wouldn't have to do much you could just do a remaster not a remake you know you don't even have to do skate for you could just give us the ability to play skate more than just on xbox 360 backwards compatibility i mean they could do like the tony hawk 2x thing where it was uh tony hawk 2 and the stuff from the first game but in the mode of two yeah on the xbox because we didn't have tony hawk one on the xbox correct so if they do that, just make, like, Skate Infinite or something. Yeah, or just like how they did with the... Uh, and, I mean, it wasn't the same necessarily, but, like, that Tony Hawk HD that they came out with on 360 PS3 where it was the best levels from, like, 1, 2, and 3 right. all on one. Yeah. It wasn't the full games of each, but it was just, like, a compilation of some of the best, most fan-favorite levels and songs. Do that for Skate. Like, give us the ability to play Skate again, not on the phone. Unless, of course, contro- like if controller support is there... And I can play it just like I would have otherwise. Then I'm fine. It's not going to sell though. Like f- mobile games, like the microtransaction is what makes mobile games. But sell. see, that's the thing. I don't care about buying skateboards and buying extra characters. I just want to take one character and skate around the town. Like I. But my point is that they're going to charge money for this from the get go. This isn't going to be a free thing that they microtransact. That's fine. But that's the thing. Like, if they want to sell me Skate 3 mobile for $10 or whatever, because you can't really sell a mobile game for much more than that. But I, but it's a fully-fledged version of Skate 3 that I can play with my, you know, DualShock controller set up to my phone. I will gladly pay that $10 because it's the only way I can play Skate, and it's the exact same experience. But I think Anything that, short of that, I don't want it. I think that works for you, but as a, like, marketing standpoint and from their, yeah. their minds, I think that's a terrible idea. No one's going to not many people are going to spend 10 bucks no. on something if it's free and then they market transactions the crap out of it sure but i don't think they're going to do that i think they're going to try and charge money for it and then no one's going to buy it except yeah. for maybe you <laughs> hey I don't, so again i'm looking out for number one here long long you know term this is not a good idea regardless no jason's right it should be skate four or some be. kind of skate collection on consoles yeah. the way that people are if you want to do that and skate three mobile by all means go for it but give me the ability to play Skate. Even if you just want to take the exact same versions from PS3 and 360 and throw them on the Switch, you're gonna sell you're gonna sell a million copies. It's easy because people yeah. are gonna enough people have the Switch and enough people liked Skate. Like I think you're gonna see really good numbers for that Skate XL game. I think you're gonna see decent numbers for sessions on Xbox. Yeah. I, if you look at those numbers and say, okay, there is a market for it. Where can we put our budget and what can we do? I think you they'd be very surprised to see what they can do. It shouldn't be that much either. I mean, no. these aren't open world games. These aren't giant narrative games. Like, they're skates. You have to develop, what, a city at the most? Like, yeah, one city that's not even like the size of Spider-Man. No. Or GTA or anything like that. I mean, it'd be cool if it was the size of Spider-Man. That would be sick. Be but it, it amazing, doesn't, it but doesn't it's never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we all agree with Jason that that's the key. But... Something else that he pointed out, uh, which is not nearly as funny as his quotes on uh, what he feels about uh, Skate 3 and a potential Skate 4, he did say 
um, that he is going to have a skateboard in the next Tony Hawk game, which is even more confirmation given rumors that we've heard that this was coming back, that it definitely is coming back because he's, I mean, he's clearly involved in the skate gaming community and um, said that he has a uh, a licensed board in uh, Tony Hawk. So he said Tony Hawk's putting out another game, which is practically an open secret. Um, he's got a license. He's licensed one of his boards for that game. So, yeah. I, I had to look up who he was because his name sounded familiar. And he is like a legend in the, the skateboarding industry. Like he's an older, he's an older yeah. guy. Um, when at first I heard it's like some skater, I didn't know there was no name attached to what I had read. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is it just like some like dick kid? Like being yeah. like, I'm not going to be in your game. But like, no, he's a, yeah. he's a name that has some pull. I'm too busy playing Fortnite. I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. So, uh, no, no more skates except for maybe on your phone, but definitely a Tony Hawk pro skater in some, in some way. And I'm, I'm. Less interested in a Tony Hawk game, just given the last two that they put out were garbage. Um, but I will be playing Sessions, and I will most likely be playing Skater XL. So yeah, uh, if those are not good or you know aren't what I want, then I will clamor for a skate. Otherwise, I got those. <laughs> yeah, there's a, I mean, there, there's definitely no shortage of opportunities to play a skateboarding game in mm-hmm. 2020. Um, lightning round, something else that I think you'll be able to play in 2020. I don't remember the release date on specifically, but Mortal Kombat uh, announced its DLC this week, which looks kind of cool. And I've seen a, a lot of responses from Mortal Kombat fans online that are all pretty excited for it. Yeah. It is story DLC, so it's not just more characters, though there is that too. Um, this takes place pretty much right at the end of... Mortal Kombat 11, where, um, you know, they defeat the Time Witch, whose name I don't like Chronica or something. Yeah, something along those Something Chrono. Something chronological. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So Chronica, the weather, the Time Witch, uh, (laughs) she, you know, gets defeated and Liu Kang is going to fix reality because he has Chronica Witch powers now. And uh, ultimately, Shang Tsung shows up and says, no, 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 it's going to destroy the universe. Uh, let me fix things instead, which of course is a dangerous proposition. So I guess he has to go back in time to steal the witch's crown before she gets it, which gives her her time powers. Uh, again, I, as you can tell, I didn't play the game, <laughs> but um, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, we got a whole host of DLC characters. So obviously, Shang Tsung was DLC character. A lot of the DLC characters that come out are part of this story. So that, you know, you'll give a reason to continue playing with those characters, aside from just you like them and play with them in multiplayer. Yeah. Um, But then we also got some new DLC characters. And since there's always a pop culture related one, this one, we get Robocop. Sure. It looks cool. It is the, I mean, it's the 80s Robocop, not the Robocop reboot Robocop. Which is what no one wants. No. I mean, that suit did look kind of cool. Um, and made sense in terms of if you're going to replace it with a robot body, why does it look like a man in a suit still? True. <laughs> like, it is sleeker, and it doesn't look terrible. Uh, but classic Robocop is what you'd want for yeah. a Mortal Kombat game. So that looks pretty sick. Again, it's not a game that I own, so I don't have any kind of, like, excitement for it. But it looked fun. Uh, they also are bringing back friendships instead of fatalities. So I think they showed... Kano having a barbecue and using his laser beam to like light the charcoal grill. They showed Sub Zero having like an ice cream, like an ice cream cart that's attached to a bike. So he like looks in to see, you know, his frozen treats. Right. Uh, Scorpion uses his uh, cable claw thing to pull in a teddy bear that he hugs, like a giant teddy bear, which was kind of funny. I forget what other ones I saw. Oh, the um, 
I forget what character it is, but he can like replicate himself. Uh, so he like makes he's copies sweet. of yeah. I think he's newer. I don't really know. He makes copies of himself, and the three of them jump rope together. Cute. So, yeah, so he's playing like double Dutch. <laughs> right. So like just fun little things to do instead of fatalities or babalities or any of the other end fight things that you can do. Yeah. So friendships is fun. Those are those are back. I watched the trailer. I, I don't know why, but I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks good. And I yeah. forgot how much like I like those. Like I loved Injustice. Yeah, same. Um, I like those games a lot. I just they don't warrant the price range for me. No, and, I, like, I I own both Injustice games and I paid. I think I bought Injustice one at full price because I was working at GameStop and I got the discount and I was like buying way more games than I otherwise would have because right. I'm. Like, it's there. It's in my face. It's hard not to buy it. Well, and everyone else is talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but two, I got the, like, gold XL edition or whatever for 20 bucks. Yeah. And I think the last Mortal Kombat game I bought was nine. And I bought that because it got converted to used. And I got an arcade stick out of it for free. So I was like, oh, I'll take the arcade stick. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I do like those games as well. The cutscenes are always fantastic. Like, the stories are actually really good, at least for Injustice. And I heard great things about the story for Eleven. So the fact that there's story DLC for that is is exciting, and I'm sure a thing that most uh, Mortal Kombat fans are excited about. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. And story is what I like out of those. Yeah, uh, who's the developer for these? Nether Realm. Nether Realm. Yeah, the Nether Realm fighting games. Like the story of those games are always really good. Yeah, they put the work into it, which you kind of need because we're not fighting game like diehards. Competitors. Yeah, so I'm not practicing. No. To, to or I'm not playing to get better to beat other people or I'm not playing online. I'm just playing to have fun and like enjoy the characters that I like. So the story helps keep that Mm -hmm. invested. So that's cool that they're continuing to do that for this game. Uh, All right. Lightning round, a surprise reveal this week uh, came in the form of the PGA on social media. That is the uh, professional golf association uh, putting out a little teaser announcement video Uh, With more information to come, obviously, uh, unveiling the first ever PGA 2K21. 2K. 2K21. Um, So this is coming from the developers of the Golf Club, who have put out, I think, three games so far. They had the Golf Club, the Golf Club 2, and the Golf Club 2019. And the Golf Club 2019 was the first one of their games to include PGA Tour locations and players and like courses and stuff um the the other ones were just like generic golf is this the same thing. drive club uh, devs no i don't think this is hp studios i don't know who does drive club i don't think it's them Madbox. oh yeah no <laughs> it's been a while since you brought that up that's why i completely forgot that I, it existed. I, there wasn't a segue into my running joke it was more no. of curiosity of the if this is like the club is their no, franchise oh name. yeah no 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 no, no. Um, so again, not really much detail yet. I assume this will be a spring 2021 release for when my golf season starts or probably around the beginning of April for like the masters or end of March. If I had to guess, I don't think this is like one of those, it releases in 2020 for the year ahead. Right. This is going to be a current year game. Yeah. I think it's like baseball where Mm -hmm. the season that it comes out is a season it's named after, but the first 2k one, I mean, obviously the biggest golf games, of the past were the Tiger Woods games. Those were all EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that transformed into the Rory McIlroy game for that one year uh, after Tiger. Did Donnie things. Yeah, and got his SUV taillights beaten in with a golf club. Um, but that was a long time ago. It was a different Tiger. He's grown now. He's, he's a different man now than he was in the, the very low point in his life <laughs> some 
20 let's say the highest six, point six, seven years ago popularity the lowest point in his life probably yeah. so um that's exciting that should be pretty cool i mean there hasn't been a the, like a i mean there has been obviously golf games branded with pga and, and included but this having the 2k branding is a big deal a first. yeah and it brings it more in line with the tiger woods ea caliber of games because while I've heard decent things about Golf Club and Golf Club 2019, especially having PGA stuff included in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this does kind of step that up a bit in terms oh, yeah. of recognition and caliber to expect. So, yeah, I mean, this could be the first in a long-running series. It could be very much in line with, I mean, NBA 2K is a powerhouse brand that, you know, has its ups and downs. Obviously, WWE is a powerhouse 2K brand that's been trending in the wrong direction for a few years. <laughs> yeah. but. Hopefully this will be a you know a good addition to the sports portfolio of of two K and kind of satisfies the you know need for video game golf fans around the world. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, when more details come out, we'll cover that. But that's all we know right now is that it's coming, and that's pretty exciting news. Yeah, especially the turn from one competitor to the other, like you know, villain, I guess, or you know, rival in this instance. Yeah. So I mean. Took a few years off from EA to be kind of more of an independent thing, and mm-hmm. having 2K will hopefully, you know, bring it to the next level in terms of presentation and content and everything. And that would also mean that there's probably 2K money behind it, as opposed to just this like HB Studios oh, yeah, creating sure. it, yeah. uh, which will probably make for for bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Anything I missed for the lightning round? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you thought of the games that were shown at the Inside Xbox, uh, what you would like to see from TGS this year if you want to see a demos kind of weekend or some kind of digital-only event. Uh, How big are you going to make your dong and cyberpunk? Um, Are you excited for any of the Star Wars content that's been announced and coming this year? Uh, What do you think about the EA games? What do you think the HD release is? What do you think the Untitled Sports game is? Uh, what do you want to see from skateboarding? Do you, uh, are you like me and would be fine with skate three mobile with controller support? Or you just want skate Four, or some kind of collection. Are you excited for mortal Kombat or the PGA tour games? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at broken clock pods. Uh, but once again, for the broken clock podcast games cast, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands.